This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and I am so excited, finally in the studio, to be joined by one of my favorites from Bravo's Family Karma. It is Amrit Kapai. Hi, Amrit. Hey, Dylan. How are you? I am good. How are you? Good. Good. I am running around New York City like a crazy person. <laughs> But I'm so happy that I'm here with you talking in your studio. I appreciate you inviting me, of course. Yeah, of course. I You have had a big weekend. You were in New York for the GLAAD Awards on Saturday night where Family Karma was nominated alongside lots of other shows that we love. What was that experience like? I know your parents were there, too. It was it was fantastic. So this is our second time attending the GLAAD Media Awards. We attended last year as well. Family Karma was nominated. But this year... I feel like I felt like we, we knew what we were doing <laughs> last year. Nicholas and I attended ourselves. We didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't know what to expect. You know, it's the first time this year. I felt like we were more veterans. And like you mentioned, my parents were there with me this year, um, which which was so cool. I remember talking to my production company and I was like, listen, <clears throat> if my parents can attend with me, that would be fantastic. Because as you know, immigrants from India, I'm sure they never imagined i mean being born in america i never imagined an experience like being at the glad media awards with the red carpet and the press and the photographers and jvn's right there and Marin morris is over there and frankie grande is taking selfies with everyone you know it was it was a really really cool experience and it was really awesome that my parents were able to experience that with me i feel like also it makes sense because part of what family karma really part of why it works so well is because all of your parents have been so involved over the course of the three seasons. Like that is such a key piece to what makes the show really feel special and different. And so, you know, that they're, they're a big part of that too. Yeah, it really is. You know, we're so fortunate that we, as you know, the cast members get to tell our stories, but to hear our parents' stories as well, you know, one time I was thinking about, it, I was like, this is like Tam capsule content. And I say that Dylan, because you're never going to see this again, where you have parents that have immigrated from another country and then their kids that have grown up here. You know, for when we have kids, hopefully, which we can get to, when Nicholas and I hopefully have kids one day, you know, it's going to be different. It's going to be different because we grew up in this country. We know what the culture is like. So this is really content that's only going to happen once in a lifetime. Right. Like all of all of the families that we see on the show are in this same phase of, you know, the parents coming from one world, raising kids in a different world and kind of how those things meet and interact. And sometimes there's bumps in the road, but it's <laughs> it's cool and different to see you guys kind of navigate all of those situations. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it, you know, it's just, it, it can be very difficult at times because, you know, our parents came to this country with this dream, you know, that, that American dream. Um, and, and they wanted so hard to make sure that they instill the same traditions, the same cultural norms in their kids. But you unfortunately can't have it both ways. You know, you're raising kids in America. We're naturally going to gravitate towards a more American life, you know, and and that, that sort of 
tug and pull. It, it's been a, an interesting dynamic to say the least. I mean, I'm I'm in my 30s now, so it's not like it's not like I'm like my mom said I can't sleep over that person's house. I can't sleep over that person's house. You know, now I'm an adult. But as a kid, I, I do have memories of it being very just uh, hard to navigate. Yeah, well, I was rewatching the last couple episodes of your season that was your wedding, just kind of like freshen up for this and having that conversation of well, we decided we're going to do the big Indian wedding and there's all this stuff that comes along with that. And like, you didn't have to do that, but you said you wanted it. Like there's kind of that, uh, you know, figuring out kind of like exactly how much do you want to be in the traditional way of things? It, it really is. You know, it's funny you mentioned that Dylan, because I'm thinking right now, or I'm replaying it in my head and you get lost into what it is that you want, you actually want and what it is that you want for your parents. And and that becomes so blurred because you're like, wait, did I really want that for myself or did I want that to appease my parents or me- meet their expectations, you know? And, and it, I think that's universal. Yeah. I, I think it has to do it. It doesn't have to be doing with Indian. It could be any kind of culture, you know? You really just want to try to m- meet your parents' expectation as best as possible, but at the same time, living the life that feels the most true to you, mm-hmm. you know? And it's tough. Yeah, and I think for, I mean, culture aside like anyone's parents didn't grow up thinking oh my kid might be on a reality tv show and you know be at bravo con and having an underwear brand you know there's (laughs) lots of things that come down the pipeline that maybe were not expected not expected i'll (laughs) tell you when i first approached my parents about family karma i mean family karma wasn't even a thing we were still like putting it together and pitching it and and oh my God, to explain reality TV to immigrant parents, my mom was like, oh, so it's going to be like Full House. And I was like, well, I don't necessarily <laughs> think it'll be like Full House. One, there are no scripts. Um, and two, um, you know, I, I told my mom from the beginning, I said, I, I need you to be honest with how you feel. I, I don't want I don't want you to say something that you think I want to hear. I want you to say what you're really feeling, whether I want to hear it or not. And, you know, viewers that have seen the show, we'll see that that's actually happened. There have been some stuff that she was feeling in her heart that I probably didn't want to hear and that I didn't need to hear, but I did. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because that's what reality TV shows is about. It's about being authentic. It's about being who you are. Yeah. I think Family Karma, again, it's different because a lot of shows, it's like, oh, like maybe if you're on the show long enough, your parents might be around a little bit. Like maybe they're visiting in town or something, but agreeing to do the show was really like, you know, agreeing to bring it all out there yeah yeah and it's uh it adds a layer of complexity man it's it's just um i signed up to put my life out there i signed up for the twitter hate i signed up for the judgment and the shade and the (laughs) the memes but our parents did it you know and our, our parents are doing this to support us um so it makes it a little bit more complex maybe than like another reality TV show when it's like, all right, well, I could say what I want and do what I want and embarrass myself, but it's my life to Mm -hmm. ruin or make the most of, (laughs) depending on which show you're watching. I feel like your cast has done a pretty good job of, like, it feels like at the end of the day, obviously not everybody gets along all the time, but you're sort of a community that has each other's backs versus a show where it's just like, we put six people in a room and let's see what happens. That's the thing. We have way more on the line with our show. And and I think that's why it's really resonated with the fans is because we're not over exaggerating. We're not over dramatizing stuff like what we're feeling is what we're feeling because we've known these people for so many years. Like I, I can't just end a friendship because of a fight on a show. I can't throw a drink in someone's face as much as sometimes I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to think twice about it because we have so much history. Yeah. And I mean, that goes intergenerational, too, because I was just 
watching the finale and it's like um vishal's mom and uh brian's mom kind of like having their interactions like everybody's kind of figuring out these dynamics yeah along with each and other. It, you know each friendship and each community and each group of people that you know associate with each other there's, there's always going to be ups and downs mm -hmm. and 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 sometimes you'll be friends you'll be closer to someone one day and not as close the next day and i and i think that's natural right yeah i think w when you're doing a tv show it just kind of you you see it more because it's like okay well i might not have chosen to go to lunch with this person but it's like on the calendar <laughs> for exactly. this day so i guess we're gonna do it and we'll see where where it goes that's true that's true for sure <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. How have you found over the course of the three seasons that you've done, like, how has your experience of filming changed the relationships in the group? Do you think it's really changed things or would it has it just unfolded on camera? 
It's it's mostly unfolded on camera. Certain friendships have gotten closer. Certain friendships have grown apart a little bit because of things that have come up uh, during you know during filming and and when we were airing. Even even friendships aside, even with our significant others, because you know you see a lot of our our partners on on TV, and I, I think this season especially, or this most recent season, was a little difficult difficult for my now husband and I because there was so much pressure and stress with planning this wedding, this gay interracial wedding, you know, and having my parents involved with that. So more than you know, I, I feel like this season, I, I kind of you know, I had different things come up with some of the group, the friends in the group. But more than that, it was just navigating how to balance my husband's expectations of what he wanted, because this was his wedding too, and also my parents. So for that, that was the focal point for me this season. And if you ask someone, other cast member, Anisha Bali, they, they might have some other perspectives, because, you know, we had our wedding this season, and Vishal did too, and I'm sure he could say the same thing. Yeah, I, t- I talked to Anisha toward the beginning of this season airing, and she was very like, well, like, I'm, I have my husband. Like, that's that's what matters to me. Like, and it's like, okay. Oh, she's been wanting that husband for a long time. There was nothing that's going to take away I was that like, was it hard to move her. to Arizona? She's like, no, because it was for my husband. She's been wanting that husband for a long time. And I'm I'm really happy that she has found him. Um, and I, I haven't met him yet. And, and that's actually, at first I hadn't met him because that was her fault. Because she right. was kind of hiding him from everyone. Now it's kind of... Not my fault, but the opportunities I've had to meet him, I've been traveling or I've been away for an event. So I, I still have not met him, but I have heard really good things about him. He's a MD. Yes. So you can't go wrong with the doctor degree. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, people have figured out, you know, what's happening there. There's like a deep dive online, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, listen, I'm ha- I know she went on Watch What Happens Live and she said whatever she wanted to say about my marriage and Vishal's marriage not lasting. <laughs> <laughs> I could say the same thing about hers. Okay. Um, but I am happy that she has found her person, and we'll see what happens with that person. Yeah, I mean, life just, you know, unfolds, yeah, however. Yeah, exactly. Do you... <laughs> how... What was it like for you having to... Not having to. Obviously, you wanted to go through the process of planning the wedding, getting married, but doing that all on camera. Obviously, you talked about some of the factors with your family and balancing what Nicholas wanted. Was there ever a moment where you were kind of like, why are we doing this on TV? Uh, There were probably 500 moments. (laughs) There was not one moment. There were so many moments when I had to take a step back and be like, why, why am I doing this? Why am I putting ourselves through this? You know, it's so much planning a wedding. It's so much, it's so much, it's so much. And anyone will tell you that a homosexual couple or heterosexual couple, they'll tell you wedding planning is it's so stressful. It it really just brings out the most amount of differences between you and your partner ever than before. In fact, during the wedding, you're like, oh, am I supposed to really be with this person? You know, <laughs> just because there's so much, it's just, there's so much going on. Um, and every time I reach that moment, Dylan, I had to say, no, I am doing this because I think it is so important for the visibility. It, it really is. Now, marriage is not for everyone. It's not. Um, but I don't ever want someone in the LGBTQ plus community to think that they can't have a wedding because of who they are, because of their identity, if they want one. If they don't want one, that's totally fine. Again, again, mm-hmm. it's not for everyone. But I, I just I wanted to be that example for people. So every time I reached that moment where I was like, fuck this, I'm done. I said, okay, no, this is this is hopefully gonna help someone. 
Yeah. Um, and, and that gave me sort of the courage and the, you know, motivation to just continue moving forward with it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it really, when you think about it, this show as a whole was such a big moment for representation. And when you guys first were announced, I remember, um, I was at BravoCon in 2019 when they first like played the trailer, just kind of like randomly. Yeah. And everybody was like, <laughs> what is this? Like that, that looks interesting. <laughs> and then, you know, to have an all Indian cast and to showcase the multiple generations and the, the cultural divides and all of that, that was really amazing. And then obviously your sort of storyline the last couple seasons has been so focused on, you know, with your grandmother and planning the wedding and all of that stuff. Like this show really almost has like an outsized impact in terms of what it's bringing to our screens. Yeah. You know, I always tell people this and I'll say it again. And sometimes it sounds so cliche, even when I repeat it myself, but visibility absolutely matters. And visibility does save lives. Um, you know, before family camera aired, you would see these one-off South Asian cast members, but they would always really just, magnify the stereotypes. It would be the guy from The Simpsons who owned a 7-Eleven. It would be the guy from Big Bang Theory who was really smart and awkward and couldn't talk to girls and had a thick accent. And don't get me wrong, all of that's really entertaining. But is that an accurate depiction of who we are as Indian Americans living in this country? No. Right. I, I don't have an accent. I could talk to girls and I'm I'm not like super into math. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so this was our chance to show people like this is how we're living in this country. Um, and I think that was super important. Um, so you know, the visibility factors there, the representation factors there. And, and it's a fun show. to It's a fun show to make. Yeah. So talking about making the show, obviously, your third season finished airing a couple months ago. Uh, people were talking last week, because Bravo put out this big list of shows that are going to be airing in the next year family karma was not on that list it seems like maybe there hasn't been much communication about in a next season can you share anything about that you know there's a lot going on in the bravo god's world that, yeah that we're not privy to um you know we're we're still really optimistic you know i will say one thing you know, because we film in Miami, I know that our production company doesn't love to film in the summer. It's super hot. It's hurricane season. If you have a chance of a hurricane approaching you, you lose a week, two weeks. It's, it's just not yeah. smart financially. But, you know, we're, we're optimistic. I, I, I think I just think it, it'd be really unfortunate if, if we weren't moving forward. And I, I don't know either way, but it right. would be really unfortunate because, you know, diversity is important. It is. And. When I say diversity, you know, white, black, Indian, Asian, LGBTQ, that that's all diversity. We need to understand that diversity is like it's not a monolith. It's 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 a variety of different things. And unfortunately, you know, it's not up to us. We, yeah. We're ready we're ready to start filming. We we have more story to tell. I have more I have way more story to tell. You know, this is just the beginning, you know, the engagement, the coming out, the getting married, that was just the beginning, you know. Now is when I have a really, really important story to tell. We want to have kids and we want to have kids in Florida where you can't even say gay and where they want to, you know, and, and not to make this political. I know it's not it's CN like CNNBC, <laughs> are we? We in CNN. <laughs> but we do have that story to tell. Yeah. And now is when this, is that, that story is starting. So listen, we're optimistic. Fingers are crossed. We hope, you know, we hope something will happen, but it's, it's up to them.
I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I think a lot of people want to see kind of where your story goes. And I mean, there is something to be said for by the time a show gets to season three, four, whatever, that's when we really start feeling like we are invested in what's happening. And, you know, your third season was so major with those two big weddings and like everybody kind of at these like crossroads in their lives. And that's the kind of thing where when it's season one and it's just eight episodes and it's like, okay, like, I guess this, this group seems fun. It's like you actually, you gain something more by sticking with a group for a long time. And I know, um, you know, Shaws of Sunset was another example of that on Bravo where we got nine seasons with that cast and you really see people go through it, have kids, get married, get divorced, whatever. And it's like building those relationships between the audience and the cast is something that takes time. No, you're you like hit the nail on the head. You know, it was eight episodes the first season, nine the second, fifteen this past season. So we're like right there. We're like, it, it takes. Listen, it's hard for a show to 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 make it out to the general public. There's there's so much content. There's so much on streaming, on cable. You know, it, it really is hard. I feel like we're we're right there. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been nominated twice for the Glad Media. Hopefully, we get some big nominations soon. Um, you know, without saying too much, I hope we get some big nominations for other awards coming out soon. But we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. I man, I remember your first season premiered. What was it like February? Yeah, twenty twenty, and then it was just like the depths of. Oh my god! We don't, it, it's like the the he who not he who must not be named, right? The B yeah. word. It's like the C word. Let's not even say the C word. I know it was crazy. It was crazy. We aired. And it, everyone went on shutdown the next week. 
It was it was wild, and we're like, oh, this is so fun, but we couldn't do anything, right? Because there was they did like a premiere party in Miami, which I think I think maybe I was invited to, but like I, I couldn't go, and then it was like, oh, that was the last thing forever, forever, and they're like, oh, isn't it so fun being on TV? I'm like. Well, I've been in my apartment the whole time. <laughs> well, and I think for so. it was a while between season one and season two. Like it was not right away. Like, oh yay, they're filming again. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. So, I mean, definitely as somebody who enjoyed that first season, but was kind of just like, okay, eight episodes, we'll see. Like, it coming back was exciting, and you know, making it through the pandemic. I'm making sure. it through the pandemic, and even like filming in the pandemic. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the shows have filmed in the pandemic, but it was tough. It was tough you know and and hopefully you know i it would be nice to get future seasons to do a cast trip and yeah. fun things like that but um but yeah it was tough with covid for sure yeah who i'm curious who on the show do you keep up with like talk to the most outside of filming <laughs> so believe it or not actually i i talk to every cast member pretty equally i okay i will say the one person i haven't really heard from um and if you've seen this past season you would probably guess this person um i haven't really heard from rish and I haven't really talked to him, um, which is really unfortunate because I, I did really cherish that friendship with him. And, you know, Nicholas and I put ourselves in the middle of this really dirty rumor in our community. And I can only imagine, you know, that he wants time to process it, which which sucks. Because, like I said, putting all that aside, I really do like Rich as a person. I have a lot of respect for him. I, I know that him and Monica, I'm not quite sure. I've tried to take a step back from that because I think I've done enough. <laughs> I know. I was watching the finale. I'm like, what happened with that? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I talk to Monica a lot. A okay. Lot. I'm, I'm in really close contact with Monica, but I, I don't. I don't bring up the relationship and where they stand and how things are going and how's Rishi. And I don't reach out to him because, like I said, I, I we sort of. We didn't we didn't that wasn't our fault, but we certainly. Uh, increase we, we cause the damage to be more than it it, it didn't yeah. need it to be so I, I i try to stay away from that but i am i am in contact with monica i was just in kentucky derby i saw that last. you're you're out and about Dude. all over the place i know at this point i'm like <laughs> carmen san diego my mom's like where are you this week and i'm like wait so how do you end up at the kentucky derby with with bali and everyone else so as you know bali's boothang o'malley lives yes. in louisville Right. Okay. He's like fifth generation Louisville. Like his family has been in Louisville for a very long time. And we visited them before. He has this beautiful Kentucky house, like just gorgeous, gorgeous house. And Bali has has always, he's just like, you have to come to Louisville. You have to come to the Derby. So she was like, hey, guys, she does, every year she does it. <laughs> she like does this little pitch to us. <laughs> and every, every year something's going on. You know, it's either Mother's Day or we're busy, something. But this time I was like, babe, we're not really doing anything. I call Vishal and I was like, hey, you know, because you, Vishal and I kind of go as a pair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you want to go to the Derby? And we were like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I feel like that's something on on your bucket. People have on their bucket list. Like yeah. it's the Kentucky Derby. It's just this like American tradition. And and it worked out. So we went and it was it was really nice. Bali did an amazing job with planning. She She is really... The hostess with the mostest. She loves to host people. She's yeah. so good at it, you know? That is not surprising to me at all. I, I've i talked to Bali. I've met her. And she, she's like the one who... Ma she executes the plan. <laughs> I mean, I walked... I remember we, we landed and it, it was at midnight in Louisville. And we, we all crashed because we were exhausted. And the next morning I woke up for breakfast and I went upstairs. And again, a huge house. So 
uh, Richa and Michelle had a room upstairs. The master bedroom is on the main level. And then Nicholas and I got the basement. Okay. The whole basement, which is nice because it's like a little apartment. And I remember going upstairs for coffee and breakfast. And the amount of food that she had, though, I mean, there was so much food. I was like, babe. But she just had so much to offer. And um, she did a really good job. She did a really good job hosting us. That's amazing. Maybe we need season four, like a little yes. Kentucky trip. Yeah, absolutely. And then absolutely. somewhere like somewhere a little more scenic, too. We can do like Kentucky and then somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, but it was fun. The Derby was, uh, I think, one and done for me. Okay. I think one and done. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of effort for a two-minute sporting event. Exactly. It's a lot of effort. It's um, it's just uh, it's exhausting. It was exhausting. I'm like thinking about it right now. I'm like, oh god, it's, I'm tired already. It's exhausting. I'm, yeah, I've always I'm like, okay, so you're. It's really about like the 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 scene, not like the the horses. Totally. Scene, okay. It's about the hats and the outfits, and you show up at Churchill Downs. Churchill Downs is like yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's held, and it's like you see, it's just people. A lot of really good people watching. Yeah. Um, so it's fun. I feel like your cast is across the board. When you are at an event, you will show up and show out. The outfits are always on point. You're always, everybody always looks put together. I I really, I really appreciate it. Yeah. When we, I remember when we walked into Ed, Andy's Legends Ball at BravoCon, Andy was like, wow, your outfits look the best. And if Andy's saying it, yeah, it must be true. That was, if, if I recall, that was also a Bali project, getting everyone to wear like Indian clothes. Yeah, she usually she likes to spearhead the the outfit. She likes to spearhead the photos. She's good at that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, it pays off. It's like if you're if you're the best dressed ones at Andy's yeah. Legends Ball, it's like it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. Well, so you you've said that you want to start the journey of having kids with Nicholas. Yeah. Um, obviously, we'll see about a season four. What are you What are you kind of excited about on the horizon right now? I'm excited about continuing to add layers to my relationship now my marriage with nicholas i, I think you got to keep adding layers to something with someone um otherwise you just become complacent you know nicholas and i have known each other since 2011 we've been dating forever we've only been married for you know a little over a year now but you just have to keep adding layers and i think for us bringing a kid in the picture you know creating our own family would be such a beautiful thing um and i and i know it's it's going to be a long road i know there's going to be a lot of heartache because it's it's you know mm. we don't have a uterus you know we can't do it the natural way we were trying we try every weekend we, we're trying okay. but it's not working for some reason it's not working i don't know why but i but i but, I, but we're determined and we have our eye on the prize and we're on the same page and i think that's the most important thing so you know, we haven't ruled out adoption. We, we are trying the surrogacy route initially, but we have absolutely not ruled out adoption. Um, we're just we're just in the early stages of everything. Amazing. Well, yeah. best of luck and congratulations yeah. on everything. And I can't wait to see what's next. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Amazing. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Amrit, what's your Instagram? It's Amrit Kapai. Super easy. A-M-R-I-T-K-A-P-A-I. Love that. Go follow Amrit. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. 
Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.